Chris Parsons here from the Happy Healthy Marriage Reset. Today, I want to tell you why I'm glad that I fought for my marriage. You know, if you haven't read the book yet, my wife told me that she was done. Things had gotten so toxic. I mean, unbelievably toxic and completely disconnected. There was no love, no passion, no trust. Intimacy was something that we agreed was necessary. We had heard all this advice, you know, that said, oh, you know, you have to keep this going. But it was not something that we looked forward to or enjoyed. It was something that we did out of obligation. And when my wife told me that she was done, that she couldn't be with me because of how nasty and ugly things had gotten, it broke me. I mean, there's really no other way to describe it. It was really, really ugly. And I ended up going out of town to stay at this little cabin in the woods just to have some time and some space to pray, to reflect, to think about, consider what I wanted to do from here. And of course, we had three young kids at the time. I didn't want to lose them. I didn't want to lose my wife, even though we were both deeply unhappy. And I seriously considered, do I even want this to work? Do I want to keep going like this? And what I decided was that I didn't want to keep going like that. I couldn't keep trying to get through another day, hoping today would be okay, hoping there wouldn't be a big fight, hoping I did everything perfect to avoid uh, an argument, hoping that maybe if I was just good enough and perfect enough that she would love me, care about me, value me, appreciate me. And I knew I had been trying that for years. It wasn't going to work. It wasn't going to work. And so I couldn't keep doing what I was doing because if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting the same results. So what I decided to do instead was really look in, my, look in the mirror, look at myself and say, what can I do different? What I've done, all the things that I thought made me such a good husband and a good man were obviously not true. How could I feel so good about myself as me being an amazing husband? And then here I was, my marriage was falling apart. And so I had to take a real look at myself and say, what? What am I doing? Why is what I'm doing not working? If I was as good of a husband as I thought I was, why would my wife not want to be with me? The truth is that I wasn't as good of a husband as I thought I was. I didn't have the skills. I didn't have the understanding. I didn't, I was following advice that told me what a good husband was, but I was ignoring all the evidence of my marriage showing me 
that it wasn't working and it wasn't true, right? I was a quote unquote nice guy, a people pleaser. I did anything and everything to try to make my wife happy and yet she was miserable. Maybe you've been there trying to make your spouse happy and yet it's not enough. It will never be enough. You cannot people please your way to love. And so when I was looking at myself and when I was analyzing my actions, I used something called the success formula. And I got really clear on what a happy, healthy marriage would look like. And I said, okay, you know, like we're going to have disagreements. We're going to have times where she's not happy, where I'm not happy. We're going to have problems that come up. How do I want those to be handled? Well, I want us to both feel heard. I want us to both feel valued, like our perspective and our feelings matter. And I want us to be on the same team working together against a problem instead of each of us thinking that the other was the problem. I want there to be joy in our house. I don't want to walk on eggshells. I don't want to be afraid of saying the wrong thing or folding the towels wrong and upsetting her. I was no longer willing to live my life in fear, being controlled by fear. And I, I looked at it, I said, okay, you know, I want emotional intimacy, not just obligatory physical intimacy, but I want a passion and a desire for each other so that we both crave that intimacy. I want us to feel so connected, so loved, both of us, right? And that, that, that was one of the pieces of, of advice that was leading me astray was that if I just tried to do all these things for her, then she would do all those things for me. Doesn't work that way. Things come up in your spouse's life, right? Oh, I've got stress from work. I've got drama with my friends. I've got this family situation. And if you don't prioritize you, your needs, and your feelings, then you will always be pushed down their list of priorities. And so when I got really clear on the type of relationship that I would want, that made me want to stay married, that is what I sold my wife the dream on, right? I didn't have the skills yet. I didn't know what I was doing or how to create it. But I knew that I was no longer willing to settle for the marriage that we had. And I wasn't going to try to beg and save what we had because it wasn't worth saving. We both hated each other and our marriage. We were miserable. Why would I want to save that? Why would my wife agree to save that? She wouldn't. Nobody really will, right? Because when you get to that point of being so unhappy that you're willing to spend $20,000, dollars $40,000 plus on a divorce, there's no way you're going to be manipulated into staying unless 
you believe that things can be different, that the marriage that you've had doesn't have to be the marriage that you can have. And so that's what I told her. You know what? I acknowledged the problems. I acknowledged what at that time I could see that I had done to contribute to the problems. I didn't take all the blame. I owned what I could own around what I had done, how I had made her feel. And then I said, here's what I want. This is what I'm committed to. This is what a happy, healthy marriage looks like to me. Is that what it looks like to you? What would it be for you? What would a happy, healthy marriage look like for you? I don't, I don't think she really had much to add. Maybe, you know, some, some, you know, specific things like, you know, uh, you, that was, this was a big one in our marriage and it's such a small little thing. Um, but it, it really was a source of a lot of frustration for us in our marriage. And that's why I made it a bonus. So one of the bonuses to the books is she just wants him to listen, but he wants to solve her problems. And that was for as small of an issue as it seems like, it was a constant, never ending, nagging, frustrating, pebble in your shoe problem in our marriage because she constantly felt like she couldn't talk to me because all I wanted to do was solve her problems. And so this was, you know, seven years ago. So that's it's a long time to remember, but that's the only thing that I remember her specifically mentioning uh, that she would want addressed. And so I said, okay, I'm going to work on my part. I'm going to figure out what I'm doing wrong, why I am doing the things that I'm doing that I thought were the right thing to do, and what I need to do instead. And all I'm asking from you is for some grace because I'm, I, I don't have it all figured out. I don't know exactly what I'm doing yet, but give me some time, give me some grace. And then what I did was using that success formula of just having this image of what a happy, healthy marriage looks like, I let the evidence guide me. So I, would, I, I looked at myself like a scientist. I would run experiments. Well, let me try doing this and see how, what happens. And some experiments went terrible, right? Oh, ooh, okay, don't do that again. That does not work. Some experiments went well. Well, oh, hmm, I thought, I thought that would hurt our marriage. I thought that would make her mad. I thought that you're not supposed to do that. But the evidence is showing me that when I stand up for myself, for example, she respects me more. Huh. And even if she gets mad for a moment, the next day, she's kinder, she's sweeter, she's more loving. Interesting. Right? And I just kept doing little experiments and figuring it all out. And then other people started asking, what did you do? How did you fix this? When your wife was saying she was done, she couldn't keep going. What did you change? And then I started helping other people, figuring out what the universal aspects of this were. 
right? And then I started helping people who just had regular small kind of, you know, quote unquote small, right? They seemed small because they were able to move past it and think they were okay the next day. They weren't really small. Started small, started helping people solve smaller problems. And over time, I figured out that there was these fundamental things that the vast majority of us are doing, right? It is, it's the vast majority. Look around you. You don't see a lot of happy, healthy marriages. Now, if you're only looking on social media, maybe it looks like there are, right? Because they look happy in the pictures. But when you really know people deeply and you're connected and you're sharing life and doing life with them, and it's not just, you know, at a party where anybody can fake a happy marriage for a couple hours at an event or for a picture on social media. Go on vacation with them. Go to their house and have dinner and then watch how they handle afterwards. Now, people even hide a lot there, right? Because nobody wants to look like they have an unhappy marriage. But if you pay close attention, you'll notice most people do not have the marriage that they want. They don't, they're, they're not living with joy and fulfillment, right? Now you start having some deep conversations with these people, they'll start admitting all sorts of things. I won't mention specifics, but the skills and the understanding that are in this book, absolutely necessary for the vast majority of marriages today. The vast majority. Now, not everybody reaches the point where their spouse is done or checked out. But the majority do not have these skills, and so they don't have the marriage that they could have. So why am I glad that I fought for my marriage? I'm glad because I can't even begin to describe how fulfilled, how much joy and happiness I have in my life now because I developed these skills. Because I thought I didn't give up. The easiest thing to do in life, in anything, is to give up and to quit. Anybody can do that. That's what losers do. When things get hard, they quit, they give up, they go home. I don't want you to be a loser. I want you to be a winner. And that starts with not quitting, but fighting. Now, I want to clarify, when I say fighting, I don't mean fighting for your spouse. I mean fighting for a happy, healthy marriage. And that's a very big difference. You can watch the video I just did about three steps to save your marriage. And my, this might have been posted a while ago. I don't know when I'll post these yet. But um, the, the, that approach is not going to make you happy or fulfilled. And so it's about fighting for the type of marriage that you are that you are committed to and and not being willing to settle for the type of marriage that you've had. 
So is your marriage worth fighting for? Not the current marriage you have, right? Not if you're watching this video. If you're watching this video, then the current marriage that you have, the way that you two are interacting, the type of relationship, the type of chemistry and connection that you and your spouse have right now, probably not worth fighting for. But what is worth fighting for and what you never quit on is yourself and your commitment to what you value and to what you want and need out of life and out of your marriage. All right, my friends, see you next time. Chris Parsons back again. I forgot to add one thing. I know some people are watching this and they're saying, but what if my spouse won't change? What if da 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 da? And so here's why it's important to learn all the skills and develop all the understanding from the lessons in the Happy Healthy Marriage Reset. Because if you don't, every relationship will end the same way. We think the problem that we're having in our relationship is our partner. And that is usually not the case. Usually the problem is that you don't have the skills or the understanding to build, maintain, and sustain a happy, healthy relationship. And so if you don't learn what these skills are, if you don't develop that understanding, a different partner isn't going to change anything. There's a reason that the divorce rate for second marriages is higher than for first marriages. There's a reason that the divorce rate for third marriages is higher than for second marriages. There's a reason that the divorce rate for fourth marriages is higher, right? If you are on marriage number four, your chances of divorce are like, I, it's, I, I don't remember the stats, but it's a lot more likely than somebody who's been married once. And the reason is because you're not learning the lessons. You keep thinking the problem is your spouse and you just need a different person. Very rarely is that true. Almost always, you don't have the skills or the understanding for creating the kind of relationship that stays happy and healthy. And so divorce, the only people who are happier after divorce are the people, well, there's people who think they're happier, right? Like I'm thinking of someone right now that thinks they're happier, but they're really unhappy, right? They're very lonely, they're miserable, but they think they're happier. But I, I saw it and they're not any happier. So a lot of people fool themselves because they have to, because they just spent all this money and went through all these headaches and hassle to get divorced that, well, I have to be happier now because I did all that. But the, the truth from what I've seen 
is that the only people who are happier after divorce is the people who learn the skills in this book and use it and their spouse is not able or willing to be a part of a happy, healthy marriage. They can move on with full confidence, full belief that they did everything that they could, that they now have the ability to build and maintain a happy, healthy marriage, and they have realistic expectations for the type of person that they would want to be with. And so the reason to fight for your marriage is because you're fighting for yourself. You're fighting for your future, regardless of what your spouse does or doesn't do. Whether they can be a part of a happy, healthy marriage or not, you will be better off for learning this. Because you're going to be able to move forward in life. And somebody who doesn't learn this keeps repeating the same mistakes over and over and over and over again. All right, that's it.